thanks for your permission so that we can go now. You ready, buddy? Yeah. What about my sweat equity? Ooh. Ooh. My sweat equity. What? My sweat equity. Turn down real low. This is an Eric original. Eric original. Sweat equity podcast. Can I get a hi? Tony. Got money. I almost. Almost, almost timed that out just perfectly. I've never heard that before. Yeah, congratulations. You know, you know how amazing I am at that? No, not really. Not that much. Sucks. We were the hottie totty sucks. Dictating on otter.ai. I have such a boner for that dictation app. Um, Accent on the dick. Dating. Uh, I, you know, I was thinking about it. I wrote three pieces. For, I'm trying to write some content. And I go, just try to do it while you're walking the dogs. And I ended up writing like three different blog posts just by dictating for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah? What were the blog posts on? Uh, one was about my love for otter.ai. I'm like, okay, try to think of stuff that you're thinking about. It, stuff that we're going to talk about on the podcast all the time, but also, you know, extrapolate something after we've talked about it on the podcast. It's not just a dead subject. It, so you used Otter AI to dictate a blog post about Otter.ai. Yeah, man. Look, they showed us some love. I like that out of a company. So part That's of my true. thing with picking apps or picking a, a, a subscription service that we're going to use for business, and this is something that people should think about if they're trying to do their own thing. We picked Squarespace not only because we like them as a website content management system over WordPress, Weebly, Wix, but also because... I see what they're doing on a bigger bigger level, right? Mm-hmm. I see what they're doing, making deals with Pinterest and uh, G Suite. Sponsoring a lot of podcasts. Right, right. They're, they're first bullshit. movers. bullshit. They don't sponsor us. They're, they're, we'll get there. We'll I don't know there. why. It's a goal. All it's I do goal. is we, curse their name every time it comes up. We, I know. We lost the Gimlet competition they had. But they're making the – you can see they're making these first mover audience deals. Right. Their, their commercials weren't broad like – GoDaddy or uh, my favorite was web.com used to say, we'll make your Facebook page, which was kind of like a little bit of me doing Tokabaga, our consulting company, the office we're in, or the studio is embedded. Uh, but oh, I thought about that idea of like giving some kind of small business service to, but being able to talk to anybody about just getting that stuff up. Mm-hmm. But if you're so broad like that, then yeah, nobody. It doesn't hit with anybody. There's no client service yeah. aspect. So my thing was like, uh, I like what Squarespace is doing in a similar respect. Once you told me Otter.ai showed us a little love, I looked into them a little bit more. I don't know shit about AI or synthetic intelligence or any of that. Synthetic intelligence. Yeah. So is that the new uh, buzzword? So they say AI is kind of a misnomer term. Synthetic intelligence is how we're all going to die by robots and stuff. Oh, <laughs> why? Because that's not because um, AI is like it's a learning machine, but we still have to. I think we still have to interact with it. But since, see, this is where I'm gonna synthetic find. is building on. It's itself. literally like the robot. Yeah. Building its own robot. Yeah. I think when they start to make their own robot no, languages, no human, no human involved. I think. Yeah. Um, that is the future because artificial intelligence also can mean something else. I forget. But anyway, you're going to see that as a marketing term. But I like I like using that. I think. We should probably start incorporating that in some of our marketing yeah. somehow. I think we have synthetic intelligence. Well, yeah, that's weed. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. mushrooms. Yeah. 
Well, there's no rules against cheating or on thinking. Black tar heroin. Nah, that just makes you go to sleep. Well, I think. Depends. From are you, what I've heard. Are you awake now? You don't even know. I don't know. Is this reality? I mean, are you it Fight is, Club? It is to act? me. It's my reality. It's your truth. Now, whether or not you're real, I don't know. We we might be in Westworld kind of thing right now. Arena simulation. This is getting down a, a bad road. Yeah. You're uh, going to need to uh, block off a few more hours if we're going to go into Westworld territory. So, Otter.ai, I think I was talking to a friend on the phone yesterday. He was giving me some help um, on some uh, some business stuff. And I, I was like, you know, if I'm on my game, I think it, I looked at the stat eight times faster to dictate your email and get good at that. It's just training yourself to do it. And yeah. being that psycho in the office that's dictating stuff. Um, I've seen more resistance to dictation because they don't work. They don't work. I mean, I, I remember don't... 15 years ago, there's a Super Bowl commercial with a dude who was like talking to his computer. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, that's awesome. Yeah. It never, ever worked like that. Yeah. No, yeah. I, it, but it's just like in general. I don't know if it's because of that 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 many people got traumatized by yes. not working. Yeah. I don't know. Look, I'll tell you that. Dragon dictate is okay. You have to calibrate it co- correctly. It doesn't get my mumble. It doesn't get. It's it's good, but it's not. This is better. Otter.ai is better than that, and it's a lot less expensive. Did you calibrate your Otter.ai? Uh-huh. Yeah, you have to with all these things because yeah. how how is it going to detect how you say data or data? Mm-hmm. Right, divisive, divisive. Oh, that thing's so smart, it should know it on itself. No, it will. It'll start learning how you say that in context. Fine. <laughs> so that's the AI. I'm sorry! But what's cool is I look at the transcripts that we used to do with Dragon Dictate and drop them in. Sometimes I'll drop in the audio if I haven't uh, been thoughtful enough to do it as we're, we're rolling. And this is so much better. And it'll break up your dialogue against my dialogue. That is cool. Like a script. Yeah, that is cool. So... Uh, it's so, a movie script. So we haven't been flopping them in, I'm guessing. Um, Operation Dumbo dropped the and movie. And it also pulls all the keywords that we use. That's huge. Yeah, That's huge because the part, writing content is the technical part sucks. I saw one of them that had the uh, keyword rundown, and it was like, one of them was a normal business term, and the second one was shit. <laughs> it's like, cool. As my dad says, that means we have uh, a bad vocabulary repertoire. It's bad. No, he would be Not like, good. You need you need a better vocabulary. Like, <laughs> yeah, but shit. If you wanted to make an impact, he'd say you need a more expensive. Expensive. Expansive. Expansive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Go to Walmart. Gary, you have a expansive. Um, so that's enough of a plug for a non-sponsor. But hey, Otter.ai people, you want to sponsor this podcast? We are your. Uh, your zealots. For we this. are your bears to your otters. So I went from Dragon Dictate, paid three hundred three hundred dollars for that. It doesn't sync with the mobile app unless you pay fifteen bucks, which I think is what Otter is. Um, and then uh, did it do it real time? It didn't do that either, did no, it? No, no. Otter AI is doing it right now. It's a cool parlor trick when I I'm doing meetings and I show people this. They're like, it's just it, that's how that commercial was fifteen years ago. That's the other part you failed to mention is that. When you get these apps, you want the parlor trick effect. Oh, yeah. I, I want some pizzazz. I want to show people like, hey, if we're doing something that kind of some people get, you know, taken aback a little bit. Mm-hmm. Confused. If I'm like, hey, I'm going to record this uh, session because they don't, you know, everybody's fear that we're going to live stream it. <laughs> and I'm like, don't worry. 
no one. Don't worry, we don't even live stream ourselves. Right. We, Facebook. We're get, twenty. We'll get back bullshit. there. No, there's a way to do it. I I contend there's a way to do it through live stream. We just need probably. We just there's there's always some YouTube nerd that has hacked it and figured it out. That's how I did it originally. Yeah. Uh, I uh, yeah. Well, you did it. Yeah. Well, how did you do it? You do it. Uh, what's called a stream key. So if anybody has a Facebook page, you can go in the settings and go to like uh, video or live video or something like that. There's a tab in your settings if you own a Facebook page. Uh, and that was the RTMP server thing. Yeah. So okay. Uh, so, so nerd talk. Yeah, but I mean, that's if anybody wants to know that that's the way to do 1080p live streaming. That used to be a way to hack around this before the Mevo camera and all these other things came out. Yeah. Now we're waiting to go live until we get uh, the good Wi-Fi back. Hey, if uh, if you're listening and want to do something on the cheap, I recommend OBS. Uh, the free open it's open broadcast software. It's free. It's open source. So that means it's kind of a, a bunch of bunch of people kind of contributing to it yeah uh, it's similar to what we have with the live stream studio it's just uh, not you have to know how to optimize it and build it kind of yourself like what's going in and all that stuff as is everything right if it's free if it's free it's going to be a lot more time yeah. and if it, there's rarely free that is easy uh when you're trying to get something without add-ons well what's the, in-app purchases what's the old the yeah, freemium model what but th- what's the old What's the old saying of like, there's no free lunches? That, in, in that is, that's it. Yeah, I mean, there's no free lunch. And I didn't know what that meant forever. I thought that was dumb. I was like, oh, okay, school gives free lunch. Yeah. It's like fifth grade. Um, and then your parents, the taxpayers, say that ain't free. Yeah, my mom's like, here's what I used to have for lunch every day because I was so gross. My eating habits. Ugh, and I'm can't wait. My, my son's making me pay for it now. Uh, a bologna sandwich. Step one, gross. Yep. Uh, white bread, okay. mayonnaise, bologna. Ew. Not, not only that, in the Florida sun, that bag sits out nice there. It's hot gets mayonnaise a little hot. Ooh. That's why my and one nickname is Hot Mayo. Your and one nickname. <laughs> yeah. What, did you put that in an app and it spit it out? Where'd no, you get it? No, that's been my, that's I'm because I'm so gross. Okay. Damn. It's pretty gross. Grossest nickname I've heard. It's pretty fucking good, guys. Yeah. Eric's oh. not laughing. I know you, you're thinking that's pretty clever. You play basketball. White Mayo? I'm like, I always fuck up this guy's name. Rafir Alston. What was he? Rafer Alston? Yeah. I always call him Rafir. The Rucker? Uh, he was the Rucker? He was I thought he was hot sauce. The Rucker is a, a, a basketball place in New York. Oh, no. It's like a Rucker play. Park. Rucker Park. He's not the Rucker, though. I don't know. I just He's make... hot sauce. <laughs> I am... Impressed with myself that I even knew that the guy was associated with it. And I might be wrong. So white. Come on, man. I used to read, uh, what was the basketball magazine? Uh, <laughs> that had all and one ads. Well, I used to read King. I don't know. That's not it. It's like Bounce or something. <laughs> I don't It doesn't matter. It's terrible. Um, that's when magazines really started to go niche. And then the internet came on and it was like, whoops. Yeah. So, uh, I, f- I forgot you had something... Uh, oh, right the, before the show, we then we did a bunch of AV stuff, and now my oh uh, yeah. Well, I was yeah. talking about um, I had just got done sending off uh, artwork for my wife's dental practice, doing uh, direct mail. That's right, hot marketing, hot takes on direct mail. <laughs> mm, yeah. So pragmatic 
boner. I, before we did it, I heard about, I was like, God, that I don't know how you do a direct mail deal, but that sounds like a huge pain in the ass. And then another, oh, we forgot to mention John Paul is over there. Yeah. Yeah, you can hear you the, can that hear the lighter s- going the off. The lighter sparking. Ah, Jesus. Anyways, um, I didn't. So the U.S. Postal Service has a thing called uh, Every Door Direct Mail. It's uh, they're real thirsty. Yeah, <laughs> it's EDDM, and they have all these printers that they like. Not like third-party printers. Uh-huh. I know. Um, that you basically send off your artwork, order it through these printers, and. They'll send you back your mailers once you go through the whole proofing process and all that. And um, then if you go on the Postal Service website, they they break down the different routes. And it'll say this route has this many homes and it's got it even has the, um, you know, age groups, demographics, all that stuff that you can target. Uh, As long as it's bundled up correctly, you pay online per route, I guess, and then it'll tell you which uh, postal office it goes to to get distributed out. Okay. And then they just do, and they just put one in every mailbox. Boom, so, boom, 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 short boom. story is, they have their own service that's pretty good direct mailer. Yes. That's they have, the whole process. That's Yes. That's the idea is that I didn't realize how, I mean, I haven't done it yet. It might be a huge pain in the ass, but I think I you I think you only went through that whole process for the listeners because we don't really trust the postal service even though right if you really think about it i was surprised a st- a that stamp can get it across the country i know well that is that's a whole other mind-blowing thing it's, like we like to make affording? fun of the postal service but they like you really think about what they do and yeah. the cost they do it at it's kind of amazing. yeah when it goes away and the fact that the federal government is like has a new program that's helpful to people oh my god that's I know. amazing i tell everybody sba.gov really good for information about like if yeah. you don't know anything about small businesses, I, if you don't have a, a business plan, like they have like a template, you can yeah. fill out a form and it'll help you get that shit going. But I always go with the preface of like, it actually is pretty good. It's a government a lot, site. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of stuff like that, resources that they have just sitting like IRS website. It's like they answer all the questions. The website's ugly and it sucks to get around, but See, it's all big. in there. It's big for me. Yeah. That's why we'll end up reading articles by somebody who spits it back in language we understand, you know? Or just, I like, literally aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Like, the IRS forms, I can't read. I think, par- I just they get do it on purpose. Out. Yeah. That's, that's part it. of it. That's the other, that's, that's another one. Yeah. We need to get your accountant back on for the hardest podcast ever. I know. Scott. Scott, Scott we so, love you. We I'm love just, you, Scott. But, you know. I gotta call him, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Health so, insurance stuff. So, direct mail. Um, direct mailers. Here's my deal with that. Uh, they can't work. I'm not a digital guy that thinks that I used to be that. Why do that? It's pointless. We don't need to do it. And then we started really getting into this industry of integrated marketing, meaning online and offline and, and cross platform kind of retargeting, remarketing, all that stuff. It's definitely uh different for your business, you know, like Direct mailers for dentists is a lot different for, you know, digital services company sort of thing. Because a lot of Surprisingly, the... you'll let a lot of dentists fuck with your mouth. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> like, the loyalty game is good once you have someone, but if you don't have anybody yet... Right, yeah, they just want to be told... A lot of people don't. Yeah. 
it feels like. But the thing about it, it's like a mailer. Who's looking at the mailers? Because most of, like people our age, mailer, oh, right in the garbage. It yeah. doesn't even. I mean, I'm. I was thinking about that. Like, how many are these are going to go straight in the garbage? I want to do a class action lawsuit against the Red Plum Company. Red Plum, Red Cap Plumbing. No, no, no. Red Plum, the Red Plum, something Plum that sends me all those coupons. I've I, I went so far as to like figure this out. I called them. I said, please do not send these anymore. You don't realize you sign up for other shit. Like yeah. you ma- you forward your mail. I think you get signed up for that as part of the deal. You signed up. So that's a smart way. The postal service actually kind of found other revenue streams where you, you ever done the mail forwarding. It's like, oh, well, cool. Here's a bunch of upsell. Yeah. You want any of this? And then here's something you signed up for that you didn't know. Yeah. Do they even ask you whether uh, or not you want to be in it? I don't know. Um, but my thing is, uh, with the plum one, I've called and they're like, "Cool, it takes six to eight weeks." And I go, "No, don't do that shit." No, it doesn't. Just press enter. No, Just do it. Why does it take six to eight weeks? Well, there's processing. Oh yeah, what's the process like? Yeah, so I said, this is exactly. Well, I gotta put the push the button and then. Uh... This is four or five years ago. I was dad mad on the phone with someone. I wish I recorded it, but. Uh, that's what I should do. Every time I call customer service, I'll just record the phone call for quality assurance. I'll tell them that. Yeah. And then. How does it feel? Well, and then we can play it on here. Yeah. Because why not? Why not? Yeah, that'll be fun. Well, we'll if they call me, I think that's legally okay. Good. I don't know. We need to look into that. But uh, now we're trying to bait telemarketers into calling us. No, you can do the callback number thing, or you can okay. set the appointment deal, uh, big guys. But for mailers. Let's look at the numbers game from what I remember. it's You're going to send thousands out. Yes, we're sending out 5,000 mailers. If you get 1% contact out of that, you're fucking awesome. Yeah. That's what people don't get. Right. You're going to, don't be bummed. It's a huge numbers game. It's like that friend that hits on every chick at the bar. Yeah. He doesn't care. You got to learn to fail, whatever. But this won't feel like failure because it'll just be like, you just won't feel anything bad. I mean, that's the part I forgot to mention is I think uh, for the whole thing, I think for 5,000, like six by nine mailers to print them was like 600 bucks. And then it'll probably be like 800 to ship through the post office. So for $1,400, literally you can have one patient come in and pay for the whole thing. Lifetime value of... Right. Right. So the three things I break down with everybody in a, a first meeting is what's your cost per lead? Most people don't know that. Mm-hmm. What's your cost per acquisition? Most people don't know that. But that one they might know more than the other two. And then lifetime value of a, of a customer or patient or client, whatever you right. call it. Uh, so for dental, your wife's very good and she's very... Uh, gregarious on top of that like mm-hmm. she's a good personality you i assume most people i guess it's called recidivism whatever your return rate i bet it's really high yeah your customer loyalty your, yes your patient loyalty yes usually if somebody comes in for nikki they they stay right so there so there's that breaking command of like that chain of your marketing funnel what along the process do we need to improve mm-hmm. right we need to get people through the door just to meet Nikki. Once they meet Nikki, Dr. Nikki, uh, they'll, you probably have them. Right. Uh, unless people move, which is going to happen, you're going to have 10% attrition of just stuff. Well, that was kind of what I was talking about uh, with the call routing stuff in terms of new patients calling in. That's a huge thing for us. We're just trying to get that nailed down so that right. we can 
I mean, and think about it this they're way. They're all there. It's, it's happening. Please hear me if you're listening to this and you're really trying to take this advice because this frustrates me to no end. I'm guilty of this before as well. Here's the thing. The better analytics you have on your marketing spend and the cost per all this stuff, those three benchmarks, the better you know that, the tighter you know by going through the whole flow of how that person got to you. It's never going to be one thing usually. Mm-hmm. Maybe for maybe for your instance, you got to look at the kind of industry you're in. You're a local small business. You're new. And so the mailers make sense. Right. Because people that don't have a dentist, they will go check out any dentist because the trust is already there that you're a doctor. Yeah, and I, I think we've talked about it before, but you know, for dentists, older people are the ones who have the high dollar mouth issues and they actually show up for the appointments and the number one like demographic to hit is older people i don't know why people keep telling me about branding to younger people i don't we're not in that game that's a big yeah that's a long game you're pepsi you spend all this money to get kids to like pepsi when they're little so that they'll be pepsi lovers forever right yeah, we, we don't do that. That's not our world at all. Like, no, that is big, big brands. That's that's we're small, medium business. We're about like we want you to get too big for us. Yeah, we just handed off someone a client and said every everyone has an exit, and if we can't partner to get you to the next level, I'm gonna make sure you're do. We're gonna send you to someone that's bigger. Yeah, and that's it's, it's like an agent. Yeah, it's the flow. An agent does that in sports or entertainment. Mm-hmm. They get you to a certain part, and they go, we can't get you to that next level with the resources we have. Yeah. We're not a big agency. And if you try and latch on and you don't have the resources, it works itself out usually. Yeah, but it doesn't mean – And but to me, I heard this from a boss a bunch, is always treat everybody on the exit as well as you do on the entry. Sure. So don't – Especially for us. Yeah, man, and it's come back to help. It, it really is the some of the best advice I've ever had. Well, yeah, like a big part of what we do is the how to do these easy things on Squarespace so that you can manage your own website going for, forward. And Oh, no that, one does that shit. No one, no one no, gives no. video tutorials of how to run, how to do basic shit that you can learn about the site you just paid for. Right. And transfer it over to you. Yeah. I make a big deal now of like, okay, see this? This is the ownership part. I mean, I think this is yours. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I think it's the number one thing that we offer is the the empowerment of being your own webmaster. I think sort of it's, thing. I think philosophically, morally, to me, it's about uh, it's about doing the right thing. Yeah, and gi- giving people the property they think they own when they they sign with you, right? It's a pretty basic idea. What we're talking about, if anybody's lost, is. There's a bunch of WordPress hacks out there that'll, or you know, SEO companies that'll sign you, and you won't own what you're paying them for. Yeah, they'll hold you hostage. They'll hold your property hostage. So you just built a house. I always use this. You just they, you just paid some guys to build you a house, except they own the house. And, and they're living you, in you upstairs. Just, you lease it, yeah. <laughs> and they're having parties and shit. And they've got all the keys. They always walk in the attic where they live. They're, mm-hmm. they're always walking in right out of the shower. Don't. They don't dry off enough, and they're always leaking water downstairs. Yeah, like, and and you have to wait for them to answer the door. Right, and you're like, you hey, don't have your own keys. Pablo, what's up, man? What's going on? Why why is there always water dripping down? Can I come into my own house? And he's like, well, 
you got to pay us monthly. Yeah. For what? Maintenance. But yeah. I don't see you doing anything. Trust me, it's all back end, very technical coding and whatnot. But when, bitch, but didn't I just pay you for, for a bunch of that? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's it's an hosting. ongoing, you know, it's an ongoing process, uh, SEO and whatnot. So it, does, wait, it takes six months to work and. So wait, I just it. paid you to build something that I have to lease out now. Yeah, but it doesn't really work that way. You know, we uh we really need to well, keep you on retainer because. Uh, in case something goes wrong, technically we're gonna we, you won't be able to handle but your, your it. Your so. cousin's in the crawl space. Like, what yeah, am well, I paying him? What's going on? Don't worry about our finances on our side. We we've been doing this for a long time here, so we've got to move on. This guy doesn't even look like me. he works for you. He's just your buddy. So, it's uh, it's a lot like that. Look at us improving, huh? I don't think we've ever naturally done that. It was real natural. Well, we. <laughs> I do. One of us had to become a character <laughs> to the other. <laughs> but uh, I'm glad you took those improv classes. Uh-huh. I'm saying, like, I came in with a full head of steam because I was already pissed about I, I don't like, and we'll get back to the mailers, but I don't, I fucking really hate anybody that is in our industry, marketing or otherwise, or sales, that goes, you hire us, we're going to get you x amount back yeah nothing almost nothing in life is deterministic like that yeah anything that has risk you've heard risk reward but there's no there's almost no such thing as even a t-bill right a treasury bill the most boring of boring lowest risk thing you can invest your money in Mm -hmm. that's not even deterministic either and if the country goes down you don't get it yeah there is that do you think they're just making up these numbers if they give out these, oh, we're going to get X this, X that, and then if they don't get it, oh, this, they can just fabricate it. This and is why never... we suck at business development because we won't do that, and that is the trick to get people to sign. Right? Guarantees. In, and you burn it, you churn is what they call it. Yeah. You have client churn in our business. They don't care, though. It's like the therapy gimmick. What? Getting churned. I've heard On that. a therapist. Oh, you just go through <laughs> therapists? No, I mean, just saying like a therapist doesn't want you to get better than what you oh right back. right yeah it's like um we'll explore more of that next week it's like the uh, amazon out of stock it's uh or forced obsolescence of bad products right or amazon has the out of stock thing that's artificial uh, artificial scarcity scarcity yeah, yeah. So, so what are you saying look at us throwing big terms the uh that's not real they just say they uh because I saw I saw it's, something the other day I was like only three left in stock I'm like so I think up, it's man. real so I think it's real in the sense that wherever that's housed that primary place the distribution I think that is almost out of stock in that place yeah but they only keep ten on hand yeah so there's another facility nearby yeah with nine million so of they them. so they can say that yeah I, that's my uh, I, without looking it up that's how I, I think that's how that goes gotta scare people man they they have to legally be able to say that. But if they say this is our primary warehouse where this thing's stored for it to be shipped out through Amazon, but they could literally have another warehouse five feet away. Yeah. That has a lot more of it. Yeah. Or the manufacturing facility sitting Because right that there. sense of urgency makes people buy and scarcity yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah. um, fear of missing out, all that stuff. But the uh, I, I will never, ever go, you spend this much money in ads or you spend this much money on us in managed services. You're going to get this back. Everything has a sweet spot in life, I think. Uh, nothing should be deterministic. 
you make a business plan. Part of the fun of getting paid for a business plan is like it's 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 a theory. It's not yeah. It's forecasting as best you can. Yeah. But it's not I, I'm not gonna be held to performance of it. Yeah. As long as what I did with research is salient and you know, the way I, I procured the forecasting numbers was done through good research. As long as I did that part, but part of that fun for me is that I don't have to worry about like KPIs or benchmarks or any of that. Right. So but that's what people want. Well, that's how you sell it, right? And when yeah. you do, uh, this is what our industry does, and I hate it because online shows you estimates. If you've ever done a Facebook boost ad, right, on mm-hmm. your page, a lot of people have done it. And it's a good way to kind of dip your toe into that world of advertising online. It's very basic. I call it elementary school. Yeah. Uh, it walks you through it for sure. Right. If you need more, but if you really want to do it, you need to go into ad manager, ads manager, mm-hmm. um, business manager, right? And you can get way more detailed. But that boost, it'll show you how many impressions it sees. Right. It's reach, which mm-hmm. is a funny way of saying it because it, it the ubiquitous term is impressions. So if we put a boost ad for five bucks, a thousand to six thousand people are going to see it, right? Right. But that doesn't mean how many people are going to. Engage with it over two seconds. Yeah. So back to direct mailers. You're gonna do how many thousands? Five thousand. So if we get one percent back, fifty people. Our goal is to get one new person out of that, right? I mean, you break even. Yeah, we we actually haven't determined the lifetime cost or. uh, It's tough. Of a patient, it, it is. You're gonna yeah. have to do that using other people's info for sure, or buy some market research. Or yeah, something. Exactly, I was gonna say, like, because it to really get a feel for it, man, you got to really get a lot of data. And being new business owners, we don't have time to uh, procure all that. So if you if you're feeling overwhelmed, one thing I do, and I I'm guilty of that as well, and I I try to stop now and I go, okay, let's just throw a number out there of four cents. What do I think that if you know generally what uh, someone will bring in here as a new patient for the year. All right, we'll just you know times that by uh, ten years or something. Yeah, they probably. What do you think? People stick around with a dentist seven, ten years, probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, it, it's Maybe hard more. to say. I haven't paid that much attention to it for that long. Well, if you're hitting old people, they're gonna die, so it's gonna average out. Yeah, but you know, they're also the ones move. coming in paying for it too. Health insurance. Or dental insurance will move them around. I don't know. I, Basically, yeah. The The idea, though, is that we don't need many to pay off the, the cost. I mean, we get three new patients out of it. Money. That's great. And what, and your time is inherited in this, too. So there's there's that implied cost. Sure. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I'm in-house marketing and every admin position there is. So it's like. Sure. But then you'll eventually, when you get more data when you get more numbers to put in there, I, I don't want to say data because that scares people, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, like, when you have um, your price per hour of how many hours you spend, right? Because mm-hmm. eventually, if you are doing 100 hours a week for that business for five years, then you haven't really scaled properly in your time. So you, it's that thing of, like, where are you spending your time? Yeah. How do you lower that? The next time you do a mailer, it's going to be easier. For sure. Um, yeah. So everything... My theory of everything you do for the first time sucks. 
every time you do don't yeah there's never any failures even if you don't do what you're trying to do like just the learning process of it helps like, like even getting know how your to first do... bj is terrifying yeah that's my that's my go-to yeah for the extreme sides of this yeah exactly because you're like oh the i don't best know thing ever. do i say thank you right yeah do no, i kiss I you on the thought. forehead yeah <laughs> what do I, I do you need a mint let me save you that's the two-minute warning oh no it's just I'm, oh you're gonna need to just keep going then I could tag this for two minutes. Um, Mailers. Do you you want the doggy bag? We're talking about doing more than uh, (laughs) one set of mailers. Like, how often? I mean, I don't know if we should be doing it like. Sorry about your scrunchie. Four weeks out. (laughs) Uh huh. That we should just, boom, hit them with another one. I don't know. Use horse sense. Let's talk it out. I mean, like, if you're the target audience, by the way, before we even got into any of that, you got to do target audience first. If you, you're you in an industry, you might be able to buy home addresses of people that just moved here. Like there's those lists and email lists ex- exist. So. Yeah, but that's what I was but so excited to, about the direct mail through the post office right, thing. It's, but it's I'm like, saying if you're a lawyer, we know we have a friend of the program that does really well with mailers. He's for speeding tickets. Yeah. And he buys that list every whatever, every month or something like that. Right. To send out to their home address. Yeah, he's got it tougher. I mean, he's got to do a lot more targeting. I mean, he could just do what we're doing, but I don't know if that's cost effective. But Dennis have more loyalty, I think, than an attorney that does speeding tickets. Right. Because a lot of people are left themselves. Yeah. Or that, just pay for, it. for small claims. Yeah. Or not small claims. Uh, petty, whatever. Petty court. Yeah. Speed traffic. Petty, petty. Well. And it, for yeah. him on the operation side, it's awesome because he just goes in with a stack of like. Here you go, here you go, here you go. Here the go, math here you go. on those things never added up to me. It's like, okay, I got to pay a lawyer. He doesn't have to show up every – it's not like he sporadically shows up for every client. I'm talking about the people paying the lawyer. No, because so. your insurance, that's the deal. Like if you get that – the points. Oh, to get yeah. the points off. Especially if you've had it a couple times. Yeah, so what do you think? Uh, what do you think? If you do a mailer, you should give it a uh, – if we get X amount of responses out of that. Yeah. Because I, you need to know if it worked at all. Right, exactly. Yeah, we got to um, a lot of. I mean, that's a big thing too. Then you got design. That's another part too. Is it going to catch your eye? Right. I didn't. I showed it to you, didn't I? I Uh, Yeah, we were trying to figure out what best picture. I said, put one with glasses on. Yeah, we went with the no glasses. It's It's hotter with them without the glasses on. It's good to be heard. Next, uh, next month we'll do your picture. I bet. It, I bet it's just a tiny bit better, but I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, if we're going to do uh, multiple months, then we're going to need lots of pictures. So break down your, your marketing tactics into a big three buckets. You've got your audience budget. You've got, uh, you, you've got, wait, you've got budget and objective. You've got audience targeting, and then you've got creative. Mm-hmm. Yes. Those are the three. Are you asking big, me? Yeah, I'm just trying to leave everybody with some something poignant before you hit the outro. Okay. Because it's got to be two minutes, but yes, it has been. We've been bloviating. Oh me. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend about this podcast. Tell that friend that is doing their own Etsy store or Shopify thing. Sweatequitypod.com. Intro music only twenty seconds long. So we don't have a lot of time. Bye. Bye bye. Sweat equity.